morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 8718 or 88. This is uh, Positively Different Radio in the morning. You are with Lyle and... Mon. Good morning, Lyle. Good morning, Mon. <laughs> you know, I, I seriously think... I seriously think that you actually park at the end of the driveway... <laughs> And wait for the last second. It's like, how much can I stress out the South Wells this morning? Uh, I, I have tested the limits of my vehicle this morning, Lyle. <laughs> no, I don't park at the end of the driveway. And everybody on Lake Road knows that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you get your exercise every morning. Yeah. In that sprint from the car park uh-huh. to the microphone. This morning, I literally didn't even bring my bags in. I just was like... <laughs> Just leave them in the car and run. It's actually way more um, exhilarating when you actually listen to the Faith FM broadcast as you're driving to work and Tracy Wee is talking and you're like, wow, she's now doing the news. Now she's doing the international news. Now she's doing the sport. <laughs> anyway. So how- I see this, how this works. You do this for you do this for thrills. This yeah. is a, a thrill sport for Mon. Just checking if I'm still alive, you know. <laughs> An adrenaline rush. Anyway, how are you this morning, Lyle? Stressed. Yeah. <laughs> really? I always make it. Well, 99% of the time I make it. Stressed. I get, I get stressed pretty much every... <laughs> there is this thing called, you know, leaving just just five minutes early. I know, I know. Well, see, I, I get those five minutes and then I find something to do with it this morning. Do you know what I found to do with it? I have no idea. I went through my box of African goodies and sorted out. The stuff that I've got for you guys. So yeah, yeah, nice save there, isn't it? Anyway, what are you, what are you nah. grateful? <laughs> what are you grateful for this morning? Uh, mate, mate, yeah, me too. That's what I'm grateful for. Too. Yeah, the second mates. night in a row, I've stayed up crazy late chatting with my housemates. That nah, serves you right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it serves me right to have wonderful housemates. I hung out yesterday <laughs> afternoon with some mates. It was good. It was, oh, just, just just a good time. I wasn't invited. No. No, okay. It was guys only. Uh, 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 no, you're on your own. I'm good. <laughs> anyway, we have a great show coming up for you today. This is a reminder, you are listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show and interact with Mon and myself for the breakfast show, then simply go to faithfm.com.au and press play or use the tune in radio app. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Did you get rain yesterday again? Um, about three mists. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But enough to make a rainbow, like a really oh, faint one. Oh, wonderful. Praise the Lord. A really, really faint one. No, we had proper rain. Every time I hear the rain, I pray. I pray for more of it. So yeah, I kind of wonder what enough rain would even look like anymore. So anyway, let's pray for rain. I am not who I once was Defined by all the things I've done Afraid my shame would be exposed Afraid of really being known But then you gave my heart a home So I walked out of the darkness and into the light From fear of shame into the hope of life Mercy come my name and
I'd rather be Your light is marvelous Your light is marvelous You have come to set us free You are marvelous Your light is marvelous Welcome back, everybody. That was Ellie Holcomb uh, with Marvelous Light here on Faith FM, and we're going to kick off with a big shout out to all of our listeners in Wyong. Ooh, what's up? Just with got a Wyong? phone call from uh, somebody who's uh, been down that way in Wyong, and uh, Wyong on the uh, central coast of New South Wales. Um, one of the pastors there, one of the local Christian churches, has said that uh, just was stating that um, all of his uh, people walk-ins, walk-ins off the street, and people who uh, um, in the last year or so that have uh, just walked in off the street have hung around, have stayed, have requested baptism, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, um, have been Faith FM listeners. Yoo-hoo! So go Chapo down there at Wyong. Oh, Chapo, Chapo, Hello, Chapo. G'day, Chapo. How's it going? Yeah, so that's the C4 Church on the Central Coast. Um, Amen. With, um, yeah, Michael, the two pastors there, Michael and Bethany Chapman. Yep, I know them. Yeah. They so, were at college when I was at college. When I did my one year. Ah, there you go. I, I know those guys from back in the day as well. Ah, yeah. Man, <laughs> Still that see was them like around a little bit. So, uh, yeah. years ago. Big, big shout out to those guys. May God bless you today and every day. Yeah, amen. And if you're listening in Wyong, um, yeah, go the Wyong listeners. Mon, what have you got for our uh, what have you got for quiz. our quiz? Clue? Okay. I, I was tempted to actually continue yesterday's quiz, seeing as nobody. Yeah, the thought the thought crossed my mind Except as well. That you cheated and looked up the answer after the show was over. And now it's, it's not done. cheating after the show is over. Well, it is if we roll it over, which we had kind of agreed to do. Oh, in mm, your mind? No, no, that was your idea. <laughs> it was your idea? So anyway, yesterday's answer was Nob. By the way, the city of Nob. It was around. crazy because I was making up all kinds of uh, clues for it and didn't have the answer. <laughs> I knew the city and I could tell you stories about it and give you clues all day long for which one it was, but I couldn't spit out the answer. It was yeah, the city of funny. Nob. Okay, but this morning is another What City Am I quiz. So let's see if we can get this one right, guys. Uh, this is the first clue. This is where the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and said, Ask for whatever you want me to give you. Just side note, if the Lord appeared to you in a dream and said, Whatever you want, you got, what would you ask for, Lyle? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine it'd be like a long list of sh- cars or something. Well, shopping you know. list of vehicles. <laughs> he did uh, ask for a good thing. You don't though. give free wishes to bogans. Yeah. 
That's a bad idea. I like how you just like identified yourself as a bogan. Yeah, well. At least you're honest. <laughs> if you know what city... Uh, bogan culture is the coolest culture ever. I mean, that's highly debatable, Lyle. No, it is. It is. We, we, we I, I, would, I would say... They are the friendliest, most generous culture in Australia. You do know that, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Let's not offend too many people today, shall we? No, I'm not offending anyone. I'm just... <laughs> I because I like the immigrants. I like the immigrants because I think they're friendly and open and generous. True. Yeah. true. I mean, it helps that I come from immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> you are an immigrant. Yeah, I see how we like our own. Um, okay, <laughs> so if you know the answer to the to this, um, the, the what's to my quiz this one, do give us a call. One eight hundred Faith FM is our number. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. Text your guesses zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, and I will give you a copy of. Mm, let me see now. How about a copy of Titty Jake's Let That Man Be Loosed? Um, that's a really good book. So yeah, give us a call. Win that prize. What city am I? Cool. All right. Very good. Where are we up to? Uh, positive. What, what have you? What? what wait. 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 A <laughs> you minute. can't have any. I saw. I any. saw something underneath that tea towel. <laughs> D- move. Move that tea towel back again. You can have a look, lad, but you can't touch. What? What is that? And look, there's two of them. What, what? What is? Okay. Two, so in the in the song break, I had to run out and get my stuff out of the car because I literally, I literally, I parked in the emergency park to get in here on time. And Mon has brought breakfast for no, all of us. No, it's not breakfast. I brought in for me. I've brought in two huge trays of homemade pizza, and I don't just mean homemade. Like I, I made the Pe- dough from scratch as well. This is like, do you want to have a big look here? Have a big look. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, you know, I thought that immigrants were generous. I am generous. <laughs> I'm so generous that none of gonna... this is for me. <laughs> none of it's for it's me. It's just not though. for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is um this is payment pizza right here, Lyle. Um, because that's how I get stuff fixed around in my life. I approach men and lure them with food. <laughs> I'm a food temptress. Uh, yes. No, it's actually for your son because I convinced your son to um to fix my door handles after I glued my car door shut. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so he replaced all the car door handles on my driver's side, and uh, I said I'd feed him for a while. Okay. So this is my first installment, my first payment. Yeah, so nice. homemade pizza. Nice. So Emery, if you're listening, come see me in the studio. Yes, I just did my trays back there because I have to make cookies tonight. And Emery, if you're listening, <laughs> be a generous son. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how you raised him. Wow. <laughs> uh, we're using okay. up all the time, Mon. What have you got for positively different news? Okay. I um I confess that I accidentally left my computer at home, uh, which means the stories that I prepared this morning. You're going to do from memory. I have to try and do them from memory. I'm scrolling through trying to find where they were, but I'm having a hard time. Oh, here's one of them. Okay. So this is really cool. I, I love a bit of solar solar power news. Mm-hmm. I just... I, I, I don't understand why they haven't really. I feel like they. Ha- I feel like the world hasn't fully harnessed the power of the sun at all. Okay. Yeah, right. I feel like we could really you do go need like lots of space to be able to do that. But dude, we've got so much space. Just collectively, all the this deserts on the planet, <laughs> <laughs> plus all the ocean. Anyway, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it turns out uh, they're doing agrivoltics. I'm not sure they had to pronounce that. Um, also known as solar sharing, get this, is the co-locating. This is this actually combats the space issue. I'm so glad you said that. Uh, the co-locating agriculture and solar photovolvic panels. Cool. Do you get that, what that means? No. 
<laughs> no idea what you just said, but it sounds cool. You're using big words and, and it sounds amazing. So bas- I'm going to give it to you in like Mon and Lyle speak. <laughs> Basically, they did a new study that shows that crops thrive underneath solar panels. What? And that the panels produce more energy as a result too. Isn't that insane? Isn't so that we insane? messed up with all of our solar farms. We put them too close to the ground. Uh, no. Well, well how, how close are they? Are they well, like lying close on the to, ground? You can't, you can't, you can't put oh, yeah, crops yeah, yeah, underneath yeah, yeah, yeah. them. You, you can't need, run a tractor. You need to at least you need get, get a, a human under there. Under there. Like you need to think like no, a, You need a tractor under there. Like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. You can fit a tractor under there and then you'd be fine. Um, so this is really cool. So the, gain, the idea has been gaining traction in recent years. Um, however, they've done some studies now that have monitored all the aspects of the associated food, energy and water system. Oh, so rather bowl. than putting solar panels on my roof, I should put them over my veggie garden. Right. It's exactly what I'm saying. It's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Um, yeah. So they, and they studied every single aspect of this. Um, it's uh, it's it's it's. I, I'm not even sure. Like how you how, like isn't that blocking the sun? But I guess somehow it works. Wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought the solar panels were above the plants. Right. They're above. Yeah. The yeah. Well, plants. it would act like a shade house. Yeah. Just. Well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess so. We've hacked it, Lyle. (laughs) Yeah, so this has been done by the um, School of Geography and Development um, with Professor Greg Barron Gaffett. Um, It was published just recently in Nature Sustainability Magazine uh, throughout the University of Arizona. Uh, They found that current croplands um, are the land covers with the greatest solar PV power potential based on extensive analysis of incoming sunlight, air temperature and relative humidity. And the fact that there's no trees to put shade on the solar panels. Right. And they said, they, this is Obvious. a quote from him. So which land do you prefer to use, food or energy production? This challenge strikes right at the intersection of human and environment connections, and this is where geographers shine. We started to ask, why why not do produce both in the same location? And we've been growing crops like tomatoes, peppers, that's capsicums, shard, um, so like kale, and herbs in the shade of solar panels ever since. This is this is really cool. That is very cool. Yeah. So they've measured everything uh, when the plants germinated to the amount of carbon plants that were the amount of carbon that plants were sucking out of the atmosphere and the water they were releasing to their total food production throughout the growing season. Um, and they found that in a three month summer growing season, um, where they continuously monitored incoming light levels, air temperature, relative humidity, using sensors mounted above the soil surface and uh, and soil surface temperature and moisture at the depth of five centimeters. Like everything was actually improved. It's just I can't, I'm I'm still blowing my it's just blowing my mind. But this is really cool because I think this is something people can do at home because everyone's buying solar panels these days, aren't they? Mm, yeah. Mm. And I wonder, like, instead of asking them to stick it on our on your roof, on put your it over your veggie garden. Why, yeah, why can't we just say, hey, mister, can you just put that thing like a pergola over I did look into this, um, and it is just frightfully expensive to have a ground mount as compared to a roof mount. Um, the government needs to look into this, I think, then, and if there's an advantage to it, um, <coughs> have a rebate if you put it over your veggie garden. Well, they're because saying... They encourage people to grow veggies as well. They're saying it's a win-win-win situation. Yeah. And they said, just just think of it like misters on the patio of your favourite restaurant, which is nice. You know how they have those pretty awnings? Just have your solar panels as like the awning on your garden. I love it. All creatures of our God and King Lift up your voice and with us sing Alleluia Alleluia Thou burning sun with golden beam Thou 
silver moon with softer gleam. Oh, praise Him! Oh, praise Him! Hallelujah! 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 Thou rushing wind that art so strong, ye clouds that sail in heaven long. Oh, praise Him! Hallelujah! Thou rising morning, praise rejoice. Lights of evening find a voice. Oh, praise Him! Oh, praise Him! Anthem Lights with All Creatures of Our God and King. You're listening to Faith FM. Mon, give us another clue for our quiz. Uh, you, you didn't take a guess at it last time, did you? No, I was distracted. I don't remember what it was. I, it's the one where the Lord of Peter Solomon and Dream and Ask. Yeah, no, I didn't take a guess. You were thinking one. about the lottery, weren't you? Like, what would I ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what city am I? This is where Joab killed Amasa, whom Absalom appointed commander over his army. Mm, this is where Joab killed Amasa. Who Absalom appointed commander over his army. Give me a call if you know who that is. One eight hundred Faith FM. Ooh, what? You figured it out? I don't think you have. No, I haven't. <coughs> I haven't got it. Okay, if you've got it, one eight hundred three two four eight four three is the number to call, or text us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, and there will be two prizes coming your way if you can figure it out before me. I'm not doing well with these cities at the moment. I don't I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I think we need to change the subject a little bit. Nah, I think we're good now. Anyway, what will we talk about this morning? You were talking about uh, solar power. Oh, let me let me give you a uh, a solar power story just just Go because. On. Okay, so this is um and and I do like you know we are called to be stewards of our world. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I get the need for uh, you know a, a base power supply that's not going to be renewable. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can certainly increase dramatically increase our renewable energy. I'm big. You know, I'm a big fan of um, hydro. But anyway, yeah, yeah, <coughs> it's clean, it's renewable, 
and it makes amazing recreational areas, um, <coughs> i.e. big lakes that you can go and water ski on. Yeah. Or sail or swim ski. or whatever. <laughs> you sail. I know you sail. <coughs> yep. Um, or fish, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, um, okay, so Monocorp Steel, that's uh, here in Newcastle, one of our biggest uh, manufacturers. Um, they are using, cop this, 100,000 megawatts of electricity per hour. What? 100,000 megawatts. Yeah, steel production is um, is pretty uh, energy intense. I mean, what are they... What? I'm so confused right now. That's a massive amount of electricity, that, I right? I feel like you could power a whole city with it. All they're doing is making steel. Steel is the coolest product on the planet. What are you, what are you saying? All they're doing is making steel. Where would our world be without steel? I would have just thought that they would be doing a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm not saying that steel, I'm down on steel and everything. I'm just saying, like, is that it? Like, is that all? They make lots of steel. Like, okay. large amounts okay. of steel. Yeah, yeah. That's Huge. a lot of you power. You go drive down past their factory. I was driving past the other day. I'm like, what the hell? heck is this place? That was really, 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 really Okay. It's like one of those one of those factories with like it's a mini city. Yeah, yeah. yeah acres okay. of it. Acres okay. and acres and acres of it. Acres under roof. I love those um, <clears throat> Yeah, very, very cool. Anyway, uh, so they've just switched over. They've just flicked the switch. They are now 100% running off renewables. Are you serious? 100% they are running off renewables. They have just flipped the switch. How did they do that? Oh, well, they did a deal. They worked it out, you know. And, uh, you know, there's one of the things that um, – this is one of the areas in which we really can make a big difference with renewables, and that is in the manufacturing, particularly yeah. um, small to medium businesses. Oh, uh-huh. This is a big one. Yeah. Uh, but in the small to medium, um, these are businesses that primor- primarily operate while the sun is up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so if you look at our office complex here – um, we've got a massive solar array on the roof and I'm not sure what the percentage is, but I would say that probably 90% of the electricity that we're using in this building would be renewables because it's pretty much just you and I that come in while it's still dark. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Um, and a few people who might work late on occasions, that kind of thing. Wait, are you but, saying um, our show's not eco-friendly? Uh, mm, mm, we need to take a good hard look at ourselves. Maybe, maybe we need to set up a windmill. No, let's, let's set just up let's build the, a dam. Let's do the drive show from now on. <laughs> We could. We could. I hear South Australia is going to be starting a drive show for Faith FM. So oh, nice. Stay tuned, you, stay, stay tuned for that one. Go SA. Yeah, absolutely. We've got lots of uh, great listeners there in Adelaide. So big shout out to South Australia and our Adelaide listeners. Um, there's going to be much more detail to come on that over the course of this coming month. We will be sharing more with you about the South Australian drive show. Um, so that'll be similar to what we are doing here, I guess, but uh, focused on... Um, Definitely. Yeah, <coughs> afternoon commuters rather than breakfast commuters. Um, okay, another positive news. We've got uh, a thousand people have just walked in Newcastle for the World Suicide Day. Oh, wow. And uh, this is uh, there's a couple of local stories here for us in Newcastle, mm-hmm. but, you know, this is I, I think this is probably something that has taken place in many parts of Australia. So if you were involved in something like this and something like this was happening in your town, then give us a call. Um, and tell us about it. One eight hundred three two four is our number. We do want to, you know, provide as much support as we can for people suffering with mental illness and depression or whatever it might be. Um, in desperate circumstances, suicide is something that we, you know, one of the largest killers that we have here in Australia. Um, that uh, is not directly related to a, a, debilit- a physically debilitating disease. I don't think that's probably the right way of saying it because depression is definitely physically debilitating, mm. but 
Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even sure what how, how to. Um, <coughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so the Bible talks about at the end of time, uh, the world becoming fascinated with things and accumulating things and being consumed by greed. Yeah. And Australians are not immune from this. Um, our credit card debt. We have 1.9 million people here in this country right now who are at crisis point with their credit card debt, okay. where they are either unable to pay their credit card debt or uh, they are at a point where it's going to destroy them for the rest of their life. Whoa. Yeah. 1.9 million. 1.9 million. That's so not anywhere in debt. That's anywhere no, 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 in this, this is crippling debt. Crippling debt we're talking about. Some of these uh, people are in a situation where it is going to take them between 50 and 60 years with their current rate of uh, income and payments that they're making on their on their card um, to, uh, to actually pay that off. And so, um, yeah, that's that's a big problem. Twenty-one point four. I cop this mod. Twenty-one point four million credit card accounts were opened in the last five years. What in the world? Credit card. Twenty. Twenty-one point four million in Australia credit card accounts. What is were our opened. population? Yeah, uh, twenty-five million. So forty-five billion dollars we owe right now. And here's another interesting stat. Um, we could save $621 million annually if we simply, if each of us simply moved to a credit card with lower interest. Are you serious? So a lot of us have credit cards where we're paying stupid amounts of interest. Mm-hmm. And we just need to close those cards and get something with a lower interest rate. Okay. Yeah. You mean pay it off and then... Yeah. 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 Or get another credit card... And this is a trap, but you can you can do this. Get another account with a lower interest rate. Pay off the one that's got a high interest rate, and then have the and then yeah. close it. Yeah, gotcha. But you got to be very very careful and very very disciplined to actually make that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So uh, this is a, a uh, this one's this is a bit of a heavier story. This one is Ellie Barnes, who is the founder of Educate and Celebrate, a charity that. Um, is designed to transform schools. And it trains teachers to be confident in the language of gender identity and sex orientation. Uh, The founder of this, Ellie Barnes, states that uh, LGBTQ ideology is is to be an everyday occurrence within our schools and ultimately, she wants to train teachers to completely smash heteronormativity and uh, create an environment in which students are less likely, this is a quote, to accept a Christian view of sexuality later on in life. What on earth? Okay, so this is something that um, you know we need to consider as Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they are uh, training teachers who are teaching uh, students, you know, kindy teachers. So mm-hmm. this is what they want to um, hit uh, uh, kindergarten children with. And uh, part of the curriculum is to have uh, kindy, kindy age children write a same-sex love letter. This is a, oh. a classroom exercise yep. um, that, you know. And, and, and the question that goes through my mind is this, is, okay, how do we respond to this as Christians? And, you know, you get these extremes on both sides. I get that. We, and, and this is extremist. There's no question this is extremist. We don't need to go around, you know, smashing, um, you know, Christianity and, and, and so forth. But um, 
why is it that the extremists are so dedicated in going after our children while we are so blasé about what is actually happening in our schools yeah, and what we're actually doing about it? It's a very good question. They're making such a concerted uh, effort. You know, we complain about it, but what are we actually doing about it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's uh, an interesting thought to think about. This is Anders Venson with Blind Man. You're listening to Faith FM. I sat here for years now Begging every night and day See, I was born blind I've never seen the sun I wonder what it's like to see To see the world around me I've been it so bright Even when it's night Singing next to me, she sang of Jesus' name and how he came to save. And my old friend came running by, I heard him laugh instead of crying. He spoke of Jesus' name, he's now no longer lame. A man stood down and made some clay He walked to me then gently touched my eyes I rubbed my eyes and I saw the light I saw the light and it was so bright I saw the face of the one who healed my eyes
That was Anders Venson with uh, Blind Man. You listen to Faith FM, and Mon is about to give us a third clue for our quiz. And I'm about to start stabbing in the dark and making guesses. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make a stab now. How about okay. that? All right, let's just try. What's nah, the mine? Th- I know it's not this one. What's the mine? Uh, it's not that one. Go on, finish what you're writing. It's not that one. Give it go on. I'm so intrigued to see what it is you thought it was. Uh, no, it's not no, that. It's not that one. <laughs> I, know, I know it's not that one. <laughs> what city am I? This is where Abner and Joab decided to have a fighting contest <clears throat> Excuse me, between their soldiers. This is where Abner and Joab decided to have a fighting contest between their soldiers. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I, I, I'm back to where I was yesterday. I could, I could start giving you clues all day long on this one now. This is amazing. <laughs> Two eyes in a row. I'm so entertained by this. Okay, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. Oh, no, Sorry. Message just came through. Quizzes was answered. Too late. Double prizes for Zainab. Oh, Woo-hoo. go Zainab! I haven't heard from Zainab. Why haven't we heard from Zainab for so long? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she Zainab. Good, holiday. good to hear from you. And uh, do you want to know the answer? Yes, it's Gibeon. Gibeon. Yeah, you, you guessed Gilly. Gil- that's why I, I was trying see, to get I knew I knew it was G, but I had um, Gilgal stuck in my head and couldn't spit out Gibeon. Anyway. Okay, well we're going to do another What City in my quiz um, okay. after this interview. No, please don't spare me. Nah. <laughs> no, I think you'll know this one. All right, joining us on the phone this morning is uh, David Haupt. David, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning to your listeners. And David, you've been talking to us uh, um, about uh, emotional uh, issues and uh, dealing with, I, I guess, shame. We've, we've spent a lot of time talking about dealing with shame in our lives and how it motivates a lot of what we do. This morning we're going to be talking about stress, and I'm really pleased that we're going to be talking about stress because... I stress Lila every morning. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try and make it on time tomorrow. How about that? Mine comes running into the studio and starts speaking into the microphone before she can even get her headset on because she just. You know, I, think she, I, I swear she sits down the end of the driveway and waits. But anyway, that's okay. David, uh, tell us about stress, the impact that stress has on our lives, how to be relevant, uh, resilient to stress. Um, it's something that we all face and deal with. There's, you, you're very correct on that. The only group of people that do not experience stress are, in actual fact, corpses. Mm-hmm. I was just about to think, surely only dead people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, for some people, stress in reality can motivate them. Just, just think about, you know, an assignment coming up. And... Um, that stress that builds up in our life actually can motivate us to get started and and really energize us. And I hope, Mon, that is that is where stress impacts your life. Absolutely. <laughs> Mon was just sharing this morning how she gets this uh, adrenaline rush when she listens to the news come on while she's driving down the road and knows that she's about to start talking on radio. <laughs> but just imagine... Um, that I take a plastic ruler and I put pressure while holding the one side down on the table, I've actually put pressure down. In other words, I put stress on it on the other end. What happens when I take my hand off? It flicks up. It flips up. In other words, it has resilience. But what will happen if I uh, clamp it on the table and I hang a, a weight on the other end and I walk away and a few months later I come back and I take the weight off. Oh, your ruler will be bent out of shape. 
the ruler will stay fairly bent. Yeah. In other words, it's lost its ability to to bounce back. And that is what prolonged unhealthy stress does to us. And it eventually injures us to express emotional uh, suffering in terms of um, where personality changes. Uh, We start to seem angry, agitated, have mood swings. Some people isolate themselves, have poor self-care, go into withdrawal and into depression and suffer eventually anxiety. And I guess the question that I want to raise is, how can I break that stress? How can I have resilience? Yeah, in other words? yeah, and 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 build up, um, I guess, um, more spring back into the ruler. Exactly, because I can't control my life, so I will have no stress. But how can I manage in the midst of a life lived in stress? Mm, mm-hmm. mm. Okay, so some strategies as to how to make that happen. What have you got for us, David? Professor John Ruddy wrote a book with the title of Spark, and I'd like to encourage your listeners to try and get that book. Uh, Professor John Ruddy, with the name Spark, is, is, is the title of his book. He says that the f- number one strategy is to have an exercise program. Oh wow. That's pretty simple. There really. you go, Lyle. To have Just a regular gym. exercise program will actually release, um, you know, brain chemicals that will help you to deal with stressful events. Second, to eat healthy. So these are lifestyle issues, and I, I, I I've just. I mean, I've heard that going for a half-hour walk outside in the fresh air, in nature, in the sun, is the equivalent of a uh, of taking an antidepressant. Would would that Very, is, is that true? Professor John Rutty says, uh, and and he trains psychiatrists. He's a professor of psychiatry. He says long before even medication is considered, prescription that should be given to patients is exercise. Wow. He says it will have the similar impact on your brain chemicals as what medication, if not better, will have on your brain. Now, why is it why is it then that we would rather sit at home and take a uh, pill and just hope that it all goes away? We we live in a culture that uh, wants quick fixes. Yeah. Instead of going out and uh, you know. Enjoy nature. One of the best areas to, to go for a walk is in either in the woods or down at the beach where you're exposed to negative ions, which is really positive for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there, there's some other practical uh, things that we can do as well. And research uh, done by Dr. Ahmad, they found that practical spirituality is the number one antidote against stressful environment. In other words, they found that um, people that go through major traumatic and stressful events which are outside of their control, if they have practical spirituality, connectedness with God, has a far greater resilience because part of that um, practical spirituality also is a spirituality that looks away from themselves and rather looks at the needs of others. Hmm. 
So look at the work uh, done by Corriton Boom coming out of, um, you know, the Second World War being in the concentration camps and seeing her entire family uh, killed and decimated. And she was able to come out there nearly unscathed because her focus was on serving other people. Mm. Okay, so our three big keys that we've got so far is exercise, nutrition, and spirituality. Spirituality and a spirituality that that actually is willing to go beyond just self-pity. Mm. I'm so I'm so excited because I, I didn't expect it to be that simple. Almost, like, I, I was expecting something complicated, like you know, some sort of self-talk and blah 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 blah. I guess I was expecting something a bit more psycho babble, and it's just it's just simple stuff, let, isn't it? Let well, me the, other, the other thing too, if I could if I could, if I could butt in for just one moment, is that those three things are not just going to help your mental state; they're going to help your entire body right. as well. So you you know, and it's stuff that everybody has access to. Yeah, yeah. Very true, very true. If you have a Bible available, turn to Philippians chapter 4. Yep, I'm there. Listen to to this practical spirituality. Verse 4 says, chapter 4 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Now, just imagine being in an extremely traumatic, stressful environment. Is it possible to still rejoice? Well, the Bible says it is, so therefore I believe that it is. A last conversation I shared with you and with your listeners how that the challenge really is to to trust God and to discover a missional calling out of the greatest pain of our life. Yeah. In other words, that God never wastes our pain. And the greatest injury in my life can, in actual fact, in God's hand, become an opportunity by which I can be activated to help other people to grow. And I think that's now, what you see in the lives of you know some of the, the, the uh, truly great achievers is that they turn their um, defeats into victories. And, and you know, this, the, is, this is God's specialty right here. The first six chapters of Daniel, each one starts off with a great disappointment but ends off with an appointment. Wow. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look at verse 5. It says, Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. I want to propose something here. One of the keys of overcoming major pain in your life is in reality to look away from yourself and to become a blessing to others. In other words, to volunteer where people can't give anything back to you. Just research that came out, which was actually a confirmation of previous research that was done, found that people that are giving of themselves uh, without expecting anything in return not only has a better mental health outcome, but also has a physical health outcomes. Wow. So the heart rate is reduced, blood pressure is reduced. They have a complete different outlook in life. But the moment I do these things, 
in order to get something back in return, I actually lose all the benefits that I would have received. That's, that's, that, that is amazing. So being generous is yeah. almost like a, a little mini workout. Yeah. So we're looking at exercise. We're looking at nutrition. We're looking at practical spirituality. We're looking at service to others with nothing in it for ourselves. In other words, selfless service, which mm. I believe is connected to practical spirituality. Verse 6 of Philippians says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Here is a form of, of practical um, Christianity that actually trusts God and says, there are times that things are outside of my control, but I trust that God is all-powerful. And therefore, chooses to look at the positive in, in their life. Now, I want to share some research that has been done in terms of optim uh, optimism. And I'm going to read here. They say, like pessimists, realists, optimistic, pay close attention to negative information that is relevant to problems that they face. However, unlike pessimists, they do not remain focused on the negative. They tend to disengage rapidly from problems that appear to be unsolvable. And therefore, they place their focus on what they can change. And they trust God in the things that they cannot change. Yeah, and that's that's a um, a really powerful way of looking at life right there is, yeah, focus on the things that we can change. Leave the others with God. A, a very practical thing that I can give your listeners in helping them to deal with disappointment and stress in their life is to work daily on a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. In other words, take five minutes at the end of each day and just write a paragraph about three things that they are grateful for, for what has happened during that day. In other words, just three blessings that they've received. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and David, once they have those three blessings um, written down in their journal, they can call us right here on 1-800-324-843 because at the beginning of our breakfast show every day, we talk about things that we're thankful for and mm -hmm. we love to hear from our listeners when they have something to be thankful for. David, uh, we're a bit out of time here, but uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm sure that we'll have much more to say on this subject as we come back to our regular segment again next week. Right now, we're going to uh, move on. This is uh, BJ Thomas with Thank You, Lord.
my Lord, for the birds in the tree. Thank you, my Lord, I am down on my knees. Thank you, my Lord, for the rain and the snow. There would be nothing I know without. Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5 designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But now there's a new approach to help us be more forgiving, a program called Forgive to Live. It's designed to help us all improve our lives. You'll discover the healing power of forgiveness. A relationship breakdown, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. Through Forgive to Live, you can break this cycle and start living a more forgiving life. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au. Hi, I'm Delaine. Hi, I'm Sunny. Hi, I'm Dragon. Hi, I'm Nigel. And we'd like to invite you to our church, the, the Southern Illawarra Seventh-day Adventist Church. church. We meet every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. to study the Bible, followed by our main service at 11.30 a.m. You can find us at 107 to 109 Princess Highway, Dapto. We are in the High Ninja Hall inside the Dapto Ribbonwood Centre. For more information, you can get in touch with us on Facebook. Just search for Southern Illawarra Seventh-day Adventist Church. Or contact us on 0402-716-762. We hope to see you soon and stay tuned to Face FM. soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Savior and life more abundant and free. Turn your 
eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace Through death into life everlasting He passed and we follow Him there Over us sin no more hath dominion For more than conquerors we are Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace His word shall not fail you, he promised. Believe him and all will be well. Then go to a world that is dying, his perfect salvation to tell. Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and grace